This episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western is the leading provider of venture debt and banking services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Brex. Designed specifically for venture-backed startups, Brex is the perfect corporate card for fast-growing companies. Head to brex.com and sign up with the promo TFR to get waived card fees for life. Welcome to the podcast about investing in startups, where existing investors can learn how to get the best deal possible. And those that have never before invested in startups can learn the keys to success from the venture experts. Your host is Nick Moran, and this is The Full Ratchet. Welcome back to TFR for a special installment of Investor Stories. In this segment, the investors tell a story about some of the most odd and unusual situations they've ever encountered as investors. This is the segment called The Strange and Unusual. On today's special segment, we have Tim O'Reilly. Tim, can you tell us a story about the craziest situation or pitch you've encountered in your time as an investor? Well, one that was really, when you asked that question, one that popped to mind and it made me think I've got to go back and see what happened. It was a guy from somewhere in the Midwest who had an idea for smart highways. And the idea was that you would have refurbishing highways. They would basically put in a mesh you know, that would supply power and connectivity. They had Verizon as a partner. They had this pilot with the state. It was just like, it was like, oh, whoa, there's so many moving parts here. There's so much that could go wrong, but kind of a wonderful, crazy idea. You know? yeah. But just so, so crazily ambitious that you go, well, yeah, you know, yeah, I can see and get to a pilot maybe. And, but, you know, it's just part of it's just understanding what your own capabilities are. You know, I mean, you know, if you look at what Elon has done with Tesla, you know, with these, just the number of things that he's had to pulled together on the pouring company as well i mean from from new battery technology to building a car factory to these you know these uh charging stations you know he's really been reinventing the infrastructure and you know if you're a really great entrepreneur and you can really pull off getting enough money but elon was somebody who had a lot of credibility was also willing to put his own money you know at stake whereas this entrepreneur wonderful set of ideas wonderful possible set of partners again it was also it was you know like do we really understand the politics of kansas or wherever it was i'm not going to say um (laughs) you know enough to understand is this real you know this is going to happen anyway that was my craziest one i think love it some of the best advice on today's special segment we have sarah anderson of centrifuge Sarah, can you tell us a story about the craziest situation or pitch you've encountered? Yeah, you know, I was looking back into some of our notes, actually, from the early days um, Centrifuge was formed, I think about a year or two into Fund One. I got this deck. It was super professional. It was really well put together. And at that point in time, we would talk really to anybody that had an early stage venture fund, whether you know they would fit into the portfolio or not. Because we wanted to, you know, just really get to know everybody that was out there. And so I had a call and I cannot remember the fund's name at all. But I remember talking to this kid. I mean, I don't even know if he could drink yet, right? (laughs) He was still a student at MIT. And he was putting together a fund, which 
I guess in his mind, he was raising from institutionals. But it was a standard venture fund out of Boston, right? And it was going to do early stage venture investing. And it had nothing to do with like MIT or the university or the students there. But we got down to it. And I was like, you know, his target was high. I mean, I think it was like 100 million or so for his experience. He had never done venture before, right? He had never operated a company before. Wow. And it just came down to the fact that like, because he was a student at MIT, he wanted to raise a venture fund and thought he could raise a venture fund. And I wish desperately that I could remember the name of that fund because I want to go back and check and see how well they're doing. Because who knows, maybe they blew the cover off the ball, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe this was like my worst miss. But essentially, at that point, I thought, goodness, right? Anybody and their brother could raise a venture fund if this kid could. But I ended up telling him it probably wasn't going to be a good fit for our portfolio, but I wished him the best of luck. And yeah, I'm sure he was successful. <laughs> this episode of TFR is brought to you by Brex. Your startup is going to change the world and the right corporate card will get you there even faster. The Brex corporate card for startups offers 10 to 20 times higher limits than traditional corporate cards, automated expense tools, and huge rewards like four times points back on travel, three times back on restaurants, and two times back on recurring SaaS spend. And all with no personal guarantee. Sign up at brex.com and get waived card fees for life with the code TFR. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Assure. For over three years, Newstack has been raising capital on a deal-by-deal basis, allowing individual investors to select each startup investment. Assure is the company behind the scenes that powers this process. When we have 10, 20, or 30 angels investing in a startup, we can't put all those folks directly on the startup's cap table. So those investors are rolled into a special purpose vehicle that occupies just one line item on the cap table. And Assure handles all ongoing fees, finances, and K-1s for us. We pay a one-time upfront fee and avoid all the required yearly admin filings and bills. If you run an angel group or you would like your LPs to invest in deal-by-deal sidecars, Go to assure.co slash TFR for 20% off your first SPV. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western specializes in providing financial services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors, helping to navigate financial obstacles by providing access to funds and expertise. Pacific Western's customized products and team of venture banking specialists provides a banking experience designed specifically with startups and VCs in mind. If you run a tech company, or if you invest in tech companies, it's strongly advisable that you build a relationship with the folks at Pacific Western. Go to pacwest.com to learn more. On today's special segment, we have Vic Piscucci of LightBank. Vic, can you tell us a story about the craziest situation or pitch that you've encountered? You know, I guess the craziest situations that I've seen recently, and maybe it's because of some of the dynamics we talked about what's going on in the market, is that you know, when I, I see venture investors from really big brand name firms that have billions and billions in AOM walk away from their companies, like it still shocks me. And what I've come to learn and appreciate is that, you know, when you have these large funds that are cramming money into these early stage companies, like if they're used to writing a 25, $20 million check and like everyone's all happy, excited, it's like, oh, look, they're going to lead our series A with an $8 million check. Like, if they don't, if within six to nine months, see that it's going to be a billion dollar company and nobody knows that the series A, like we really don't know. <laughs> like we say we know, but we don't know. Right. Like the behavior of the large firms just to walk and be like, I'm out. Like I'm phoning into board meetings and I'm out. I have to be 
And I know you need a bridge and we're looking at like a $300 million exit in the next six months, like to see those firms walk on it, because at the end of the day, nothing moves the needle for them other than like a billion dollar company within a couple of years. It's just like, that really shocks me to see that type of behavior. And I think, you know, sometimes it's partner specific and maybe it's co geography specific, but you know, that type of thing really shocks me. Like, I just can't get my head around it. Like we're at a great team. We got great technology. We're in a great space. Like the path is there. We just have to like do the gut check and be like, eh, nah, I'm out. Uh, I don't get it. Interesting. I just get it. don't get it. Without naming names, is there a, an example of a company that maybe some investors lost interest in that ended up turning it around and doing great things and having a big exit? You know, we'll look at Snapsheet. Let's go to the deal that like brought me together with Lightbank. Like there was a point in time, like where nobody, like, first of all, everyone passed on the deal. Like people like taking pictures of damaged cars. Like what's the big deal about that? <laughs> like not understanding that we're vitalizing a whole claims value chain. Yes. Taking a two week process down to a couple hours in this beautiful, elegant experience. And people are getting their money within hours or they're getting into a repair shop and the rental cars coming up and revitalizing legacy systems and becoming this next generation thing. And like, you see that and you know, it's there. And like Brad Weisberg ended up there with CJ because like they got into an auto accident and realized it was just bad. I'm like, no, like let's go. And so like, you know, we led, we light bank seed in a, I came in at the B and then Obviously, I'm on the board now, and it's great. I'm back with the team. But like, everyone passed on that thing, everybody, and and they told Brad he was going nowhere, and this is stupid, and like, there's no value there. And like, now he's got almost 400 employees doing an amazing percentage of the claims going on through the system. You see, like these commercials on TV with you know mobile claims. Guess who the fuck that is, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, when you see these things happen, and you and you see it from there, it's just like everyone kind of out and now they get, you know, there's, they got a preemptive term sheet for their last round. And now they're like in insure tech darling. If I could joke with Brad or this morning, I'm like, yeah, you remember before there was this thing called insure tech and we were just the assholes that didn't know anything trying to improve things. So, you know, that was somebody that kind of down and out and now they're just, they're killing it. Brad's grown amazing as a CEO, as an entrepreneur in the team he's putting together and what they're doing with their next generation of technologies is just fantastic. Awesome. That will conclude this installment of Investor Stories. If you're enjoying the program and would like to see it continue, take a moment and leave a five-star review in iTunes. Also, if you'd like updates on new content from TFR, as well as the top 10 VC articles every week, go to fullratchet.net and sign up for the newsletter. Okay, that will wrap things up for today. Until next time, over-prepare, choose carefully, and invest confidently. Thanks for joining me.